Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. And with us right now, we've got Scott Hoppy. Scott, you are the founder and CEO of Why Blue, and you're a CPA. And by the way, Why Blue is W-H-Y-B-L-U.com. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thank you for having me. Well, Scott, um, so explain what Why Blue does and who you serve. Yeah, YBlue is a, a full-service accounting firm. Uh, we're based out of San Francisco, California. And, you know, we work with a lot of individuals in the, in the tech industry as well as businesses. So we're about 60% individuals. And they normally have things like restricted stock units, options, and tax planning around their equity. Um, whereas the business side of things, it tends to be businesses that are on uh, the startup phase to about a million to $15 million of revenue and, and varying complexity there. So on your personal services that you offer, so your audience there would, would tend to be who? Yeah, so you're looking at founders um, are one element of it. And there's, there's usually um, options that they get that we call founder shares uh, that we do tax planning with. Uh, otherwise, you're looking at people that are at the Googles, um, Facebook, Microsoft, Slack, uh, a lot of tech companies where they've gone from pre-IPO and we help the people through IPO. And Scott, you've gotten a lot of recognition as, as kind of a smart dude. <laughs> at least that's kind of what I've gathered by, uh, you know, you're, you're right up in California CPA. Uh, and so why would somebody want to work with you who is in that space, right? They're, they're the owner of a company, founder of a company. They've got some shares. I mean, they're definitely upwardly mobile. Mm -hmm. Why would they work with you as opposed to just going to a regular old H&R Block, CPA uh, kind of provider? Yeah, I think, I think what you're really getting out of this is um, – Having someone with that intimate knowledge of, of what you're working with and what you're holding, um, likely it's, it's new to you and the tax planning, um, I would say one of the most common mistakes we see is, is a lack of tax planning. People get these, these grant documents that show like how much information they have, um, how many stocks they, they have, and they don't do anything with it. And they really miss out on some great opportunities. Um, something that an H&R block just, they don't have the sophistication. Even even really, really good CPAs outside of the Bay Area, it, they just don't face the equity like we do. So that allows us to be really strong when you look at markets like San Francisco, New York, Boston, where there's a lot of tech companies and a lot of uh, options and equity going around. And so what is typically the process then for when somebody begins a relationship with you? Like, what, what does that look like? Yeah, you know, we, from a, from our standpoint is we try to make it as easy as possible for you to come in the door to say hi and to schedule an appointment. So most people will either go to our webpage, uh, the whyblue.com site, and there's a schedule button right there that pops up, 
or you can email me directly um, at scott at yblue and we can set up an appointment just like that. Um, after we get through our initial call, we make sure like, hey, you know, founder, this is a, we have a lot of expertise. We have a lot of value we can bring to you. Then we'll go into the next steps around like, let us see those old tax returns. Let us see some of those documents so we can really make sure that what we talked about, um, we have the support for to, to get you going. You know, I I don't know uh, if it was just me. I mean, our business obviously did much better in 2018 versus 17. Uh, we got nailed tax-wise. It was just, uh, uh-huh. it's, it's really painful. I mean, were there big changes for, for business owners uh, between 2017 2018? Yeah, totally. So we had those drastic changes with the Trump tax law. So the, the TCJA is the short shortened version of that. And what we saw was corporate C-Corps, which could be a lot of these, you know, a lot of the the tech companies, that's how we operate because we want to raise money. They got a huge reduction in in their tax rates. Uh, But individuals, they didn't necessarily get that same big drop. The the top individual rate went from 39% down to 37%. And there there, there was a little bit of a, uh, an adjustment where they said, okay, look, if you have a partnership, you have an LLC, you have a business like this, we will give you a, a 20% deduction on your income just for running it that way. And, and they did that to try to level the playing field between this big C corporation drop, but right. the lack of an individual drop in income tax rates. And that, that was a benefit, but it, it opened up a lot of, um, it wasn't as big of a shift as we were hoping for, even though it was still net positive. What we saw as a bigger issue was actually this like, hey, you're running a business. If you're a sole proprietor or or you're an S corp, we get into these two things of like, what, what entity should we be? So a little bit of tax planning goes into entity selection, but the next most important piece to the tax planning is, is entity management. And, and sometimes that could be like entity mismanagement. So let's say you didn't talk to me and you set yourself up as an S corp and you're like, Whoa, I still got dinged. What the heck? Well, there's probably that we probably are looking at a level of, of entity mismanagement at that point. And we need to start diving in deeper that could look at looking really at what are the owners being paid? That could be, that's you. And can we optimize what we're doing there to cap some payroll taxes? Um, can we can we you know support a lower a lower salary without getting in trouble? And th- those are the steps that we take with our business owners. You know, just generally, uh, is there a kind of a rough guideline in determining when a business goes from LLC to say an S corp? Yeah, you know, if um if we're talking about most business owners, uh, let's say like professional service firms. It's it's somewhere between a hundred and a hundred and fifty thousand of net income as a sole owner is the time that I want to start considering moving away from sole proprietor into an S corp. If we're well beyond that that revenue threshold and we're not an S corp, we may be leaving some money on the table. Um, sometimes there's not ways we can be an S corp, maybe because we made a partnership. Yeah. So what we start getting into something pretty advanced and that that's getting into hybrid entities where 
where we, we have S-Corps as the partners in the partnership. And adding that layer in allows us to, to get the best of both worlds. Um, however, I definitely consult a CPA on that because now you're working with a lot of tax code and, it, and the nuance of it's very challenging. But the benefits, if the money's there, is worth it. Are there some general things that you think that really smart and clever CPAs know that most business owners just don't know? <laughs> um, yeah, ha- having, a, having a really not undervaluing um, a bookkeeper. And, and that's because it's the beginning of the information flow that really supports your tax returns. But more importantly, forget about refiling your tax return. Forget about the bookkeeping. What you want to focus on, a, on as a business owner and where you want your CPA to be involved in isn't the black and white area of that. It's this really, it's this, it's not the hindsight information, it's the foresight information. It's working on KPIs mm-hmm. and, and trying to form like what's a good business dashboard that's going to help me keep the pulse of my business. Likely, likely what you're going to do is go through a phase and exploring, well, what are good KPIs for me? You're going to develop them. And they're probably not all going to work out. So after six months, maybe a year, you revisit it, you sit down together and you see like, am I getting the information I need to, to not only help me know what's going on with my company, but my managers, are they, are they understanding what these metrics mean to help them run the business as their own? And that's, that's kind of the evolution. That's the spot I want to, you want to start at and to get to that spot you have to think back and go, okay, who's, my, who's on my team to support that? Do I have a solid bookkeeper getting information in timely and right that can get us there? Am, am I on an accrual method versus a cash method? Small little nuances like that. Yeah. You know, and I think that there is a point in evolution. Like, let's say it's just someone who's listening to us and and they have a marketing agency and business Mm -hmm. is going really good. Let's say they're up to like two, three, four hundred thousand dollars a year now. Mm -hmm. Um, They're starting to pay themselves more and more. Uh, And at some point, they're going to probably want to maybe bring on, you know, again, of course, they've got the bookkeeper and the, and the you know, the tax preparer or the, mm-hmm. you know, the CPA on, on that end of it. Um, but I, at some point, they're probably going to want to look at, you know, some sort of a fractional CFO or expanding the role of some of their um, staff to help them mm-hmm. make business decisions based on numbers and stuff, as opposed to like a magic eight ball and some Smurf berries. Right? <laughs> I mean, we wanna, That's right. You know, yeah. So what, like, how does someone get into that? Like, how does someone begin that process of forecasting and, and so forth? Yeah, you're right. So you're, you know, that's actually one of the first things we want to ask someone at the gate. And, and we're, we're going in and we're saying, hey, are you here looking for a tax preparer or a tax advisor? And if their company's at kind of what you're describing, they're likely asking for an advisor. And you say, okay, good. Because, you know, the real difference between a preparer and an advisor is, your preparer is not necessarily going to be your advisor. However, your advisor is always going to be your preparer. Mm. So you have your team where it's at. They served you up to this point, but there's likely going to have to be a new sheriff in town and you're going to have to re-up your team and make sure that who you have there, they have the expertise and they're willing to help you, not from, not from where you were, but where you are and where you're trying to go. And, and at what point, Scott, would someone know that they should probably contact you? 
We, we do the best when you start, when you haven't been there yet and you've gotten the business, you're, you're going, you're at the 500,000 mark and you're on your way to a million. We find that getting into KPIs, dashboards, and that you get the best return on that investment when you're in that million to $2 million range. And that's where you can start going, okay, if with this information, I have the team that can help support me, we can go from 2 million to 15 million. Before that, if you're at that $500,000 spot, that's still, that's still a good place to, to, to begin as, as long as you're on that trajectory, because we may not want to go full board to, you know, you don't want to, you know, everything that we, we introduce brings in a level of cost and you want to make sure that you're not, you're not spending way more than you need to. Like, you know, let's just say that marketing firm uh, example, we want to maybe keep it to one to 3% of your gross revenue is being spent on accounting. And that just may tailor the services down that you may want, but aren't appropriate for your size. Scott, one uh, final question is obviously, so your background, uh, you worked with other uh, uh, tax firms uh, Mm -hmm. uh, and eventually you made the shift to doing this independently. What was the impetus for that? Yeah, you're right. I was, um, I was at PwC and in San Francisco and, and I, and I, I got a great experience going at the biggest firm in the world. And, and I stepped out and I worked, I started the, I started the practice because I wanted to work at the firm. I always wanted to work at that didn't exist. I want to be at the most digital forefront firm out there, no paper, nothing like that. And I want the latest tools. And I wasn't, I was having a hard time finding that. So I set out on my own to do that and, and really fill the need in the niche niche for myself. Um, and then in turn, that actually served my clients really well too, who were, who were looking not to sit down at an office, uh, you know, maybe with that big leather chair, a little stuffy, a lot of wood. They wanted something fresh too. Yeah, nice, nice. Well, Scott, uh, Scott Hoppy, you're the uh, the principal, the founder of Y Blue, and again, that's on the web at Y Blue W H Y B L U dot com. Scott, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate it a lot, Josh. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. 
My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement.